0: You are now listening to the Motivational Mentors podcast with your hosts,
1: Luke Burrows. Touch on morning routines. I think people have to find something that works for them. And
0: Arsenio, Buck. hey, Arsenio, let's go party! Hey, party! If someone asked me to party right now, Luke, come on! What the hell's a part? A party? What? A party
2: for what?
1: All right, guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Motivational Mentals with your hosts, myself, Luke Burrows, and Arsenio Buck out there in Thailand. So, guys, today we have Ruth Simmons joining us, a business and marketing coach focusing on helping fitness and well being business owners. And today we're going to dive into her story, her journey, and how she got into the world of business. So, let's check that everyone is on the line. Arsenio, Ruth, are you both there? Uh,
0: yes, yeah. sir.
1: Awesome. Well, um, Ruth, thank you so much for coming on the show today. For those who don't know who you are, could you give, I don't know, a 30 minute, uh, 30 minutes, sorry, 30 second.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, is that where we're going? Okay.
1: So uh, so, um, um, long morning already, and it's only like 10 10 o'clock. Anyway, 30 second, one minute, uh, like summary of what you do, how you help people, um, and then we're um, taking from there. Yeah.
2: So Firstly, thank you for having me. It's awesome um, connecting with you guys and um, being here. So thank you. Um, Yeah. So I help fitness and wellbeing business owners. I help them to grow and expand their business uh, with the focus of um, predominantly marketing. But for me, it's about um, really them understanding who they are because who they are and their mindset is at the center of everything in in their business so people come to me like wanting to know how to get clients wanting to get um uh like how to market and all that sort of stuff but ultimately what it's about is their mind their beliefs and their behaviors and their actions so it goes so much deeper so i talk about something called uh marketing from the soul because i really believe that who you are being dictates all the results that you have so it's kind of um business mentoring but a deeper level um so we dive into The mindset and stuff like that. So that's pretty much what I do.
0: Wow. So what actually got you into the world of business to begin with? I think this is a very, very good approach to go down and a really good road to go down.
2: Yeah. So um, I was a secondary school dance teacher. I trained as a secondary school dance teacher and dancing was my passion. That's what I did at uni. It's what I did at college. Um, That's what I did all my education in. And um, I ended up having a back injury, uh, so I had two prolapsed discs, and my pelvis dislodged as well. Um, wow. And I basically was bedbound for about six months, um, which was pretty traumatic for me as someone that like is very active. Obviously, I love dance, running, stuff like that. So it was quite a um, an intense time for me and i used uh, pilates as my rehab um they wanted to do an operation on me but i refused because i just didn't want anything like cutting into my muscles at that age i was only 23 when it happened and um i started to rehab using pilates and then someone my Pilates instructor at the time was just like why don't you train to be a Pilates instructor and I was like well win-win it means I keep leaving my body I keep being active and and stuff like that so I trained as a Pilates instructor and then I passed my exam and immediately uh moved in with my partner at the time and uh, started my business and um at the same time I was part of a marketing program because I'm someone that's like I want to know what I'm doing um I didn't want to just go into it uh blindly I wanted to kind of know how at least the foundations of how marketing works and how business works. So I was part of a marketing program um, and that introduced me to the mindset and self-development. And it just went from there. My business was just very successful very quickly. um, And that's how I pretty much got into it. I just fell in love with the mindset and the self-development, which is why I shifted into uh, the coaching eventually as well. So, yeah, that's pretty much how I got into it.
1: That's awesome. And so I've got two questions to ask actually. The first one is what did you learn about yourself um, or or did you learn anything about yourself during those six months? Um, And then the second, can you talk a little bit about the transition you made from uh, Pilates to uh, the work you do do now?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Oh God. I learned so much about myself. Um, I learned that I, I was the creator of my life, which sounds pretty, like, philosophical. Um, But honestly, that's the biggest lesson that I took from it because I got to a point where I refused to accept the reality that I had, which was the day-in, day-out pain. And um, that for me, I was going through this huge grieving process of dance. Like, dance literally was my everything. It it was as intense as if, like, a close member of my family had died. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was going through all the motions of that and So for me, I learned that, I mean, fortunately, it was, I was quite young when it happened. So I was like, well, I can't accept this being my life. And so I learned how to take control. I learned how to see other possibilities. I learned how to see, um, uh, I have the uh, saying, like the gift is always in the shit. Like there was a massive gift in the hard, challenging time that I had. So I learned to see it from that perspective. Whereas before, previously, whenever anything bad happened to me or challenges occurred, I was like, oh, well, this is just happening. Um, so I learned how to respond in a way that um, helped me grow as a person, helped me change my circumstance. Um, so that was my biggest lesson that I learned about myself during that time. Um, the transition from polite to coaching uh, was really interesting um, because I had this sort of um, feeling that, Oh, this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life like I had that with dance which is why it was so hard when um, the back injury happened because I was like well I'm just gonna be a dance teacher for the rest of my life and then so I moved into Pilates I was like oh okay well this is good I've got this for the rest of my life and then I just felt this I can't describe it other than like a pull of something isn't right I'm meant to be doing something different and uh, when I felt that I, I I ignored it for a while um, and then it was another mentor that suggested like the coaching sort of aspect and I, I really began to be drawn to that idea so for me I transitioned in the sense that it felt the right thing to completely let go of my Pilates business and that in itself was again a massive grieving process. It was letting go of an identity, um, it was saying goodbye to my clients, everything that I built, everything that I created. Um yeah, I really felt like this is what I'm meant to be doing. I'm meant to be helping people become the best version of themselves and create their life that they really, really want, um, that they really love because we only have one freaking life. Um and I just really feel like that's what I'm meant to be doing. And I feel like there's so much more to business, there's so much more to marketing, Um, and it's just to educate people on
0: that. Wow, man, you know what, that, God, when you were talking about, of course, the grieving process, and being able to get over something that you, you attach your identity with, in terms of dancing, scares the hell out of me sometimes, because I say, man, what about all the NBA players who end up snapping something in their leg, unfortunately, and they, you know, they can't, play anymore of course they go through depression or something that you know would happen to me and I can't walk anymore because I ended up spraining my ankle while running or just not having the ability to run and that in itself would scare the daylights out of me I'm just amazed how you were able to overcome that because I think there are a lot of people out there that resort to you know, just drastic measures, like, you know, back in the 1980s, boxers would kill themselves because, you know, they wouldn't be able to fight anymore over circumstances that happened in the rings. You know what I mean? And so how, like in the midst of all that, like, what are some of the things that you did to overcome, you know, and and that, that shifting of the identity? Because again, I think there are a lot of people out there that they say, you know what, I had this specific thing taken from me. But I just can't get over it. I think, yeah, yeah. So, what are some of the things that you did? Like, how'd you keep yourself busy? How'd you do this? How'd you do that? Was it a step by step process? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, great question. It was a long ass process. Like, it's mm. long. Um, and I still feel that there's um times where the emotions come up for me. I actually though just went to my first dance class yesterday. So I'm like back in it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 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 yeah so for me it was very much like I went from this place of yeah it, it, the, it's a very victim mode like I you know it's been taken from me and all this sort of stuff and this is why it was so fortunate that I happened so young because I was like I cannot live the rest of my life a victim to the circumstance like because otherwise I'm just choosing to live my life in misery and I'm a massive believer that everything happens for a reason and we can't normally see that when we're in it. So something like that at first, I was like, this is the worst thing that could happen to me. Um, when I was in it, it was very hard to take a step back and see, okay, what is this teaching me? And all that sort of stuff. That's the skills that I have now. Because I, um, I've you know I've done a lot of work on myself. I've done a lot of work on mindset and self-development. So if something like that was to happen now, I know I'd be able to respond to it in in that way. But at that time, I didn't know anything about mindset. I didn't know anything about consciousness. So I was very much um, in the grieving process. But again, for me, it was the drive of this can't be my reality. So how can I make the most out of it? How can I change it around so I can be the best version of myself in that situation and make something happen for myself it was the determination of refusing to live my life in misery and um, looking back in hindsight it was the best thing that could have happened to me like the best thing and I can really say that and it gets me quite emotional when I say that just because it was such a, a traumatic experience for me but like it was a course correction Like I was just going hard on the dance. I would never have given up dance unless this would have happened. And that means I never would have been able to help people with the impact that I can do now. So it's, I have this huge sense of everything happens for a reason and that there is um, a reason why everything happens. So something like that, I see it as a course correction. I see it as life kind of like guiding me. And I feel like when you have that trust and that faith, then you can respond to a situation like that so much more uh, positively and with so much more empowerment, yet you've got to choose to believe that.
1: Awesome. So um, I think for some listeners, they might be like taken back by like that perspective and that mindset. So I'm kind of interested throughout your personal development journey, was there a defining moment in that where you realized all of this? Or was there like a book you read that um, had you know, that you would say had the greatest impact over you or is it a combination of just that whole journey and continuing to learn and grow that has helped you to develop your mindset and that perspective?
2: Yeah, amazing question. It it was, for me, it feels like it's been a gradual journey. I think the first kind of like smack in the face was the fact that we can choose our beliefs and we can rewire our brain. Like we can change our kind of automatic programming, and by that I mean the uh, like the subconscious beliefs that we pick up from from when we're a kid, where like our conscious brain isn't even fully developed, um. So we can't rationalize and we can't think. Well, I'm I'm going to choose not to believe that because that's not going to help me when I'm an adult. Um. So for me, the smack in the face was actually the fact that I'm not fully in control of all the decisions and the actions that I make because the power of the subconscious, like it's you know, ninety-five percent more powerful. So therefore, your subconscious and your patterns and your beliefs are actually the things that are dictating your actions and behaviors, and you have no idea about it. So that was the smack in the face for me: the fact that we have, we are able to um, change what we believe to be true, and therefore change our experience um, as our reality. There, there was a combination of books. So for me, I'm a big believer in um, the more you are in that environment the more you learn the more you grow so i am an avid reader i I listen to something or read something every single day because i just believe in that continuous growth and that insight Um, a book that changed it that the book that was the pivotal point for me going to pilates into coaching was a book that just explains all this sort of stuff really simplistically. Um, yeah, it's really funny and really clever. And I listened to listened to it because I, I listen to books more than read. Um, mm-hmm. and I listened to it like 20 times in a row. And that was You Are a Badass by Jensen Sincero. That book really spoke to me. I feel like that's a really good introduction into self-development and understanding how you work. Um, and the more you listen to it, she just says like snippets of sentences, but there's so much wisdom in just that little sentence so that was a turning point as a book for me but it's been a combination of all the books i've read um and it's been a steady growth process like i've been doing it consistently that's the key i'm very consistent with it in knowing about myself and learning so yeah
0: wow yeah when it comes to like personal (laughs) development development books i remember the first two i bought of course, Napoleon Hill's Law of Success was massive, but I bought Paulo Coelho's, the alchemist. Yeah. And so, of is. course, you know, him going on his journey, him finding things and saying, you know what, I have this, I have this, I have that. And the alchemist kept saying, but you still need to get to the pyramids. And sometimes we let complacency, we let all the outer things just let us say, okay, well, I have enough. I don't, I sh- I don't think I should continue with this journey. But in fact, we should continue going on and on and on. Like you said, the continuous journey of, uh, what is it, of self-improvement. So I'm very interested in terms of like, I read something that Valuetainer Patrick bedavid said recently, and I think there are some things that he just doesn't focus on enough, and that would be personal development. And in terms of marketing, in terms of you, business, everything, I think people, I mean, this should be the absolute essential, but I think a lot of people who are in marketing who I hear on different videos, it just feels like they are without that personal development. So how much has personal development, uh, how much has it influenced you in the world of marketing?
2: Oh, like it's, it's everything. Like <laughs> who you are being is your marketing. Um, if you don't feel like you're good enough, if you don't feel like you are, are worthy, if you've got any shame around you, you're not gonna wanna let yourself be seen. Marketing is allowing yourself to be seen. Whether you're choosing to hide behind the business or not, you're still being seen. It's still a part of you. But it's still personal. Like your business is an extension of who you are. So therefore, you get to let people see you. Um, and for me, the most powerful marketing. I really feel that, and I love that marketing's moving in this way. And um, Seth Godin, someone that I, I personally like, I really appreciate his work and his movement in regards to leading marketers and stuff like that but it is about being yourself and connecting and building relationship marketing isn't this thing of like persuading and manipulation and um i don't believe in fear-based marketing it's about just just be yourself and just express to people why you do what you do get empathy so understand where the people that you're trying to help may be at, what their fears are, what their dreams are, um, what they're going through, what their life could be like, and just communicate that. It's building a relationship. Like if you can have a mm. friendship, you can market. it, but we attach all these like, oh, but I've got to get a client. Oh, but I've got to make sure that they reach out to me. Oh, it's got to work. And actually for me, it's about just be yourself, share your message and you will attract your tribe without a doubt.
0: I love that. And just because, um, and that's what it comes down to is the soul, right? And so being, and of course, in just reality in general, I realize that whatever you are, that's exactly what you attract. And I live by that so much because yes, there are days that I go on like 48 hours to 72 hour stints where my mindset is more of, of course, what Luke and um, another one of our uh, podcastees, Kamka, came on to talk about. I'm always interested in what other people are thinking about me just by looking at their facial expression. You know what I mean? And that ultimately becomes my reality. But instead, I switch it around. And after that very podcast, I began switching it around. And to be honest with you, best two-day stretch probably in the last two, three years. And Mm -hmm. it's because my mindset isn't focused on what others might be thinking about me. So I'm more just becoming the individual that I want to become. And I think when people are marketing, they could smell, you know, the BS real quick. They they could smell if you're, if you're marketing a product and not marketing yourself. Simon Sinek says people aren't interested in what you, uh, what is it? What you sell, but why you're doing it. Yeah. Or I think, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree with that. Like, I I feel that, yeah, people aren't willing to um, let themselves, like I said, let themselves be seen because they can hide behind their business and they're just talking about their product. And they're talking about their services all the time. Like in the fitness and wellbeing world, I see people just talk, for example, like Pilates and they're trying to educate people on Pilates. I'm like, that's not. They don't. They don't care. Honestly, they don't care. Your clients may care. Your clients then are interested in it. And they want to know more about it and they want to go to that deeper level. But the people that are strangers, they don't care about the fact that, that you can do this bridge exercise like epically. That, that's awesome. They don't even know what good bridging is and why that would help someone. What they care about is maybe their own pain and how that is having an impact on their relationship, on their work, on their energy. And that's what they care about. And that's what you get to connect to. It's, it's remembering that your why your reason so for example if it is polite like the fact that you just really want to help people get out of pain for me it's i really want to help people uh be the best version of themselves and know themselves and uh, like communicating that again and again is going to build so much more of a powerful connection because it's our duty as like marketers to be able to educate people on um on why we do it it's not about just sharing what we do there's there's that doesn't resonate with people because they don't already know that so it's our job to bridge that gap and that's what i think um people kind of get complacent with in marketing they're like well they should just know they should know about mindset they should know about supplement they should know about marketing they should know about plies or pt or yoga whatever it may be and it's like but people don't so you gotta remember that and you gotta remember to communicate in a way that's going to help them like get curious about it it's going to help them make changes in their life with your marketing this is why i love marketing like you can transform someone's life in your marketing they don't have to be a client you can inspire them and give them some um advice or content or different perspective or different thought that absolutely transforms their lives and you can do that with your marketing they don't have to be a client and for me that's what marketing from the soul is about it's like how can you assist people and really change people's lives just by communicating what you stand for, your beliefs and your values.
1: Yeah, so on values and beliefs, how would, um, yeah, Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of interested on, on your take on how a listener right now who maybe, who maybe is coming across our podcast for the first time um, would go about that self-discovery process. Like, would, would you have any tips on like the first couple of steps for them to take?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and you've kind of we've kind of hit the nail on the head in regards to the last thing that I said is that find what your values are. What's mm. your message? What do you want to communicate to the world? What are you passionate about? What's your purpose? And I'm not talking about purposes in like, I've got to have this one purpose and I've got to know, because you kind of say that and people are like, shit, I don't know my purpose. Like what, what do I, whether I even begin with that? And it's, the thing is we're allowed multiple purposes It's about what you feel really excited about making a difference right now. It's about how you really want to change someone's life right now. Like I presume if you're in business, like you're in the, basically you're in the industry of helping people. You just want to help people. So it's about how you want to do that. Who are you being when you want to do that? And when you get clear on your values and your message and your purpose, then um, that is already something that you can then begin to communicate on. Um, so that it's just spending some time, but I literally grab a pen and paper. What are my values? What is important to me in life? What do I want to help people with? What am I passionate about? There's a brilliant, uh, little video that, uh, Jason, Jason Silver did and he got it from, um, the inspiration from it from an article by Steve Gottler. And he talks about the passion and the purpose and how you can actually, um, find your passion and purpose by writing, um a list of everything that you're curious about in the world and a list of all the problems that you want to solve. And that can be to do with your business and also not to do with your business. Just get those thoughts on the paper and then it gives you kind of like an idea of the way in which you want to make a difference and the way in which you want to help people and your values will be uh, from that as well. So that's kind of like the first step that I'd say. Um, is looking at your passion your purpose what you're curious about the problems that you want to solve and really getting clear on what you stand for and your values yeah
1: and so on passion then do you think that anyone can start a business around like any passion that they have um but then maybe it's just about finding you know uh, like coming or so being creative if that makes sense because you know I, sometimes I talk to people and you know uh, they may not believe or think that actually somebody's passion can be turned into a business and so i'm curious on what you think about that
2: yeah i love that question um i follow someone called uh Brie folio and she's got a saying she's got a book coming out that everything is figureoutable and i 100 believe in that yeah. so yes i believe you can make a business out of any passion i feel that what sometimes people aren't aware of is the amount of effort and energy and work it takes to um, build the business behind it as well so um, some people uh, say that you know when you work on your passion like you then lose it and it's just that passion's really got to be strong and you've got to build the business in a way that keeps you very connected to that passion if that makes sense Um, and just be aware that like even if you're passionate about something doesn't mean it's going to be easy Like it's going to take effort. It's going to take energy. Um, but I fully believe that anyone can create a business out of any passion. Like if the idea is there, then there's something there that they can explore. And yes, it, it, everything's outable. So yes, it can happen. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not sure I'll saying if it was, um, uh, was it Kamka or was it the other guests we had on uh, Lara last week? Um, and this kind of, reminds me back to that podcast about, um, um, yeah, about, you know, passion um, and about, you know, sometimes business owners lose the passion for what they do. Was that Alara last week?
0: I think it was either a, a maybe or a camp. It could have been Alara though. It could have been Alara because both of those are just super solid. So what was it? Um, And that's what I was just thinking about right before you asked that, like the what? You know, the there's the what, and then there's the why. So if you always say, "Arsenio, can you become passionless at helping people?" No way. See, that's my why behind everything I do. Mm. That's the ultimate why. And th- and this is why I was having a very interesting discussion with one of my uh with one of my students who I've been teaching, and she was like, "Why do you do this? Why do you charge it so cheap?" And this and that. I'm like, "You don't understand. See, the thing it's always about, of course, the jab, 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 right hook. But at the same token," I know what I'm going to ultimately become, but my goal is to help as many people as I can. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: so that's what drives me every morning. That's what drives me to do the podcast. There's no way I'm going to get up and do a pot, you know, wake up and say, you know what, man, I just can't help people anymore. That just doesn't make any sense to me because my everything, the purpose, the passion, everything all centers around that burning desire to help as many people as I possibly can around the world. And so again, it's not always about, you know, just the what and whatnot. It's about why you do this. So that's why I'm really interested with um I'm interested in the whole marketing because I see a lot of people who sit at these tables, Ruth, uh, with Gary Vee, and they're like, Yeah, you know, I have a, you know, you know, one 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 million dollar uh marketing business. I do this, I do that. But the tonality of how they say it, no, I'm not talking about the pump is part of it. I'm talking about them just they it just sounds like they don't have that passion there like they're only doing it for the money that's what scares the living hell out of me and so yeah you got Gary V who does this you got people who do this and that but what's the ultimate purpose of doing all of it you know and so that's why I'm really lucky enough that I've been I have gone through the things that I had to go through here in Thailand to figure out what my ultimate purpose was yeah. So with mar- so with marketers and stuff like that, um, do you think do you think people are more susceptible to falling out of their purpose uh, in terms of marketing than you know in terms of like let's say dance? There's no way, Ruth, that you're gonna wake up and say, "Man, I hate dance." You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I just don't see that happening. But with marketing, I know I know one guy I brought on the podcast. He made what I think what a good solid six figures a year. Uh, For the job he did as a coding, something like that. Uh, Yeah, some kind of computer whiz. And, and then he said, you know what? I just don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. So is it because it wasn't purpose or passion driven?
2: Yeah, well, I think, again, it's, it, you can't really explain it. It's it, Yeah, mm-hmm. potentially. I feel like the, there comes a point in our life that if we're not feeding the soul, we'll, we'll course correct. Like it'll get to a point where like our, our, the fire in our soul has like completely burnt out if we're in something that we don't feel passionate about or we don't care about. So I 100% agree with that. I feel like when it comes to marketing that there's um, seductive techniques in regards to say this, do this, um, add a little fear in and you'll get the clients, you'll get the money. And that's exactly kind of like how I was taught when I did my marketing program with my Pilates business. But I was taught very um, like, oh, you can just copy someone else's words and it will just get you clients and just get you leave. And it just wow. felt very like uh, robotic. It felt very uh, unhuman. And so it I just didn't feel great for me. Like it felt icky and like heavy. It just felt a bit like, oh, I really don't want to do this, but I know this is what's gonna, you know, I have responsibility to keep my business alive and like pay the bills and all that sort of stuff. But when that's your sole purpose, um, something just doesn't feel right and it becomes hard. And so that's why I teach marketing by being yourself, by being open, by being vulnerable, by actually really caring about people in your marketing, not just when they're your client, Um, because it then becomes so much more easy, because it's um, about realness and it's about that connection that relationship building like you said it's a it's another tool in which you can help people more so for me it's like I don't care if um the uh I call it kind of like the traditional way of marketing is going to guarantee me like a million pounds I would still choose this way of marketing just so happens that this way of marketing does work because I've built my whole coaching business on it um so it does work but even if it didn't I'd still wanna what i do every single day gets to be in alignment with my passion and my um and my purpose and feeding my soul because i know i can give so much more when i'm filled up i'm inspired and my soul's on fire so um yeah that's pretty much what i think in regards to marketing that there's so much um like oh you can get 10 clients in you know in one day or you can you know double your income in a month if you just do this this and this and it's like well Where's the heart and the soul? where's the care? That's that's what I believe.
1: Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, Ruth, we have about five minutes left. So um, do you have any final thoughts? And where can people find you online to uh, connect with you and learn more about what you do?
2: Yeah. Uh, so you can find me online, uh, on Facebook. I write a lot on my personal page to be honest. So, uh, just search Ruth Simmons, um, on Instagram, I'm Ruth underscore with soul. Um, and I have a business page on Facebook as well, uh, which is if you just search at marketing with soul, um, and I talk more business specific, uh, around that as well. Um, and just final thoughts is just, Make sure whatever you're doing, that you're doing it for like your why is something that you really connect to. And I feel like with life in general, like I said, you only have one life and you can have these like massive course correctors, massive traumatic events. So like make every day count and make sure that what you're choosing to spend your time and energy on is something that actually you really care about and you give it your all. And, um, that's the way that you're truly going to make impact and you're truly going to help others. And ultimately then you're going to help yourself to live a life that actually has meaning and purpose. That's what I would say.
1: Awesome. Completely agree. Well, Ruth, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. We we'll definitely have to bring you Absolutely. back if you're, uh, open to that, but yeah, a ma- massive thank you for joining us today.
2: Oh, thank you so much for having me. You guys are ace.
0: Absolutely.
1: Thanks a lot, Ruth. Thank Thanks. You. Thanks. Uh, so, guys, next episode will be next Friday. So we will talk to you then. If you know anyone who needs to hear Ruth's message today, then share this episode with them. Other than that, guys, we will. We will be dropping a new episode next week. So we will, we will see you then. <laughs> 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 Cheers, see ya. Guys. Did you find this episode helpful? If you did, please leave a
0: review. And don't forget to subscribe. New episodes of the Motivational Mentors podcast are available every Friday.